Welcome back to the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Basically, I guess it's like telling the real and not holding back, giving up, you know, the reality from the street point of view. And like by us being from the streets, we know how to report it. Vans is proud to present the Chima 2 in two brand new colorways for fall. Heading into the fall season, Vans keeps the momentum strong for Vans Pro Chima Ferguson's latest signature pro model, the Chima Pro 2, with new colors hitting shelves around the world this September. The enhanced Chima Pro 2 performance skate shoe emphasizes Vans' premier ultra-cush light 3D technology, a versatile combination of lightweight cushioning and support. Yo, D. Jones, once you get those Chima Pro 2s, Yo, I got a spot for you to skate in, my dog. House of Vans is returning to Toronto, and we're going to have a nice little skate park popping. Yo, September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, it's on, my G. House of Vans Toronto is a once-in-a-lifetime event. Good thing we got the Chima Pro 2s, baby. Impact cushioning. Two weeks from now, see you guys at the Bentway for House of Vans Toronto. Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. They already know what it is. They already know who it is. It's the Bump Boys, and we back like Cook Crack, motherfucker. Yo, I'm the ghost. I got D Jones with me and Antoine. You already know he's behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, still. Bruv, what's poppin' this week? This week we got a legendary episode. The man, the myth, the legend, Dan Plunkett in the building. The only one capable of destroying the rip and dip ice sculpture. (laughs) And then we on to the post office, answering all your questions. Still looking for Theo Banks, whether he's dead or alive. (laughs) And we wrapping it up with the rundown, baby. Fantasy football is back. And Sundays on the couch are also back. Woo! Yo, your fate's getting decided tonight. (laughs) Am I going to smack you with that Alvin Kamara one-two punch? Or is Jared Goff going to save your ass? It's Goff time, baby. Only time will tell. Yo, hit your boys on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Send all your questions and emails and concerns to thebuntlive at gmail.com. And you already know our Facebook's at The Bunt. (laughs) Yeah, for all your aunts and uncles on Facebook, man, tell them to check those links, dog. It's fire. And then head over to thebuntlive.com whenever you're bored. We got interviews popping, maybe some clothes sooner or later, maybe at House of Vans. Who knows, man? Might be a special announcement coming up real soon. That's some fucking real talk, my G. <laughs> like we said this week, we got Dan Plunkett in the building, born and raised Bills Mafia, something we just learned this week. We're new to the Bills Mafia gang, so it was good to connect. Frontside flips and back blunts don't come much more proper than that. Yo, yo, Dan, bruv, Skate Mental, Huff, Levi's, making it pop, you diggy? Real one in the booth. It's only one thing left to do. We're heading to the fridge, so should y'all, unless you're driving. It's time to crack a green one, baby. <laughs> Canada's premium pilsner, the only buzz. That steam whistle, you heard? All right, y'all. We got Dan Plunkett in the building. Dan, say what's up to the people, man. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. No worries, man. Glad to have you here. Got uh, a nice text message from Dick Rizzo on the weekend saying that Dan wanted to be on the show, and, you know, we made it happen. Yeah, that was fucking quick, dude. I'm actually really stoked. It took, like, 30 (laughs) seconds for it to manufacture, so shouts to Dick, keeping us in mind. Yeah. Shout out to young Dick. (laughs) Love that kid. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Skate moment? Fuck. Uh, It's pretty recent. I was hurt for a few months, and I just started skating and fucking doing kickflips again. So that's, as of right now, my favorite moment. The rehab. 
just being able to ride the fucking thing again is pretty awesome right now. So that's probably my favorite moment right now. Feel you on that, definitely. <laughs> and sports moment, hailing from Buffalo. You got something good for us? Yeah, I'm sure you guys remember when we lost four Super Bowls in a row <laughs> in the early 90s. <laughs> and one of them was on my birthday, too. I think I was like eight or something. But I haven't kept up since. That's when they lost me, those four years, I think. That was it? You were out after that? Fuck, that's a tough pill to swallow. I don't think I even really... I don't think I even paid attention. I just... That's what I remember of our fucking team. You know? Yeah. Man. That's all... all (laughs) We went to Buffalo for a game last year for the first time, and... Yeah. It was... It wasn't the game that they clinched the playoffs, but they went 8-6, and which is a pretty good record for Buffalo at the time. And... Yeah. The running back with Sean McCoy hit 10,000 yards for his career, and it was a fucking party. Like, oh, I bet they were ready. Jake Donnelly was Donnelly was probably there. Oh yeah, I think he was hanging out by the guy that gets covered in ketchup and mustard, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy there. Yeah, I haven't been in so long. Dude. So every Sunday before the mat, before the game starts, maybe like an hour before, people just douse him in mustard and ketchup. He's this big fat dude that just sits by his oh. van. That's his shit. Like he loves doing that. That's huh? his move. Yeah. <laughs> and right next to Not that. A- they got people selling shots that you put in one of the finger holes of a bowling ball. You take the shot, and then oh, you whip God. the ball on the, into the mud, and then the next person lines up and takes a shot out of it. So Gnarly. It's pretty filthy in that disgusting. corner. Man. That's your hometown, B. That's where, yeah, dude. That's, that's tradition. Gotta love it. That's fucking New York trash. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Buffalo, tell us a little bit about growing up there. Well, I grew up like... Like 20 minutes north, uh, like in the middle of Niagara Falls in Buffalo. It's called North Tonawanda. Uh, just fucking little shithole town. But um, yeah, dude, I don't know. It, I started skating with a bunch of dudes and then they all quit pretty fucking quick, like after like a year. So I started skating with older dudes. That's how I ended up going to Canada a bunch because all the dudes could drive and shit when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I had a bunch of shitty plastic truck boards you know for a minute perfect i remember my grandma got me one and it lasted 20 minutes and i was fucking devastated i couldn't even tell her i broke the truck trying to ollie a two-star <laughs> and i was just like fuck i can't tell her she just got it for me like an hour ago and then fuck man and not soon or not too long after i got uh like a complete special you know what was it alien workshop believe complete special with like trackers something like that you know so man you're like almost canadian it's about as close as it gets dude (laughs) so close man (laughs) straight up i could fucking 20 minutes to the border or something like that damn that's crazy what what brought you to canada a bunch when you were a kid you were just little skate trips we hit fucking yeah like oakville park and you guys what shell park yeah the home of mark appleyard yep exactly we used to hit that on the way to toronto a bunch and then skate, you know, like the downtown zone. Like, what was the bank to ledge? The little curb, Sky Dome. Yeah, Sky Dome. Yeah, yeah, Sky Dome, and like the manual pad with the little fucking river in it. You know, and CBC, then, classic yep. spots, man. All the spot. I we would just hit all those spots because we didn't know shit. So that's crazy. But yeah, like it's a hell of a close drive though. It's a good, good spot to go, man. Hour, hour and a half, yeah. maybe. You know, easy. Be quicker if you could just go through the water. <laughs> Damn, that's so crazy. You were downtown Toronto back in the day. Yeah, dude, like a lot too. It was cool. Like I got in, there's no way you could do it now, but I got in with my school ID when I was like 15 or something. Yeah. But now, like, what do you need? You need a passport now, right? Yeah, I need a passport. And we probably saw you downtown and gave you stink eye because we didn't know who you were. Who are these guys? Probably, dude. I was fucking young as hell. (laughs) You got any Toronto bangers, yo? You know that double set that fucking. I think Kirchhart switched back when 80 did or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, wait, the one that Mike Mo switch flip or something. Same There's one. There's like another. Du- is it the same is one? Is it the same one? Yeah. I thought Kirchhart did the one. He did too. He he did switch 180, the big ass one, and switch back 180, the one you're talking the, about. The one like. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I front side flipped the smaller one when I was like 16 or something. Yeah. I think it's still <laughs> fucking big. It's like what? Three flat five or something? Yeah. Something, dude. Yeah, I mean. That's when I could fly down shit, you know? Jeez, frontside flip. 
Uh, well, that's my go. That's the go-to trick. Yeah, though. you're a frontside flip, back blunt master, yo. That's, those are my tricks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your first big break in the skate industry? How do you uh, start compiling all these sponsors, man? I moved from Buffalo when I was like 19. My dad moved down to South Carolina, Charleston. Okay. So I moved down there because I was just fucked being a piece of shit and not skating. From like 17 to 19, I was just like partying and not skating. So I moved down, started uh, working at a skate shop there and shit. And then, I don't know, like not too long after, Jack Sabak is from there. Mm-hmm. And, and he hooked me up with traffic. I thought was after riding for like a local company. Shout out to my homie Corey and Jack. But the dude at the shop, this dude Shane, he sent my tape to Ricky, Oil and shit. And then Jack saw some Charleston spots in it and he was hyped. So I think that's what he was like. Oh shit, he skated the fucking Maritime Center. So like, I got lucky on that one, <laughs> you know? And then uh, I got hooked up with some Nikes because the dude... The rep at the time was from Buffalo. He didn't even fucking watch my footage, probably. He was just like, oh, Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, you'll, I'll get you some shoes going, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it it, did, it wasn't until I moved, until like I started getting hooked up with sponsors and shit. Shout out to Charleston. I had to get out of dusty Buffalo, eh? Dude, so when was the last <laughs> time you were back in For Buffalo? Because sure. Buffalo's popping now. It's sick. I, I was just there uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, our homie used to always go there, and he would tell us that Buffalo was popping, like the nightlife was sick, and none of us ever believed him, but he made believers out of us, man. Allentown is where (laughs) it's at. Oh, yeah. That's where Jake Donnelly gets in fights all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, fast forward a bit. You're pro now for Skate Mental and Huff, Levi's, etc. What's it like riding for uh, that crazy bastard Brad Staba? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh, he's a maniac, obviously. You guys know. You might not have got the full experience, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Like I used to like his skating. Obviously, I fucking do the same tricks as him, kind of. Yeah, it's cool. I like that he's a psychopath and it says like what he fucking thinks straight to your face, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best, dude. Yeah, he's just an awesome dude. He's always looking out for me. He's he hooked me up with Huff and shit and. I want to say he hooked me up with the Levi's too. He's fucking. He's like my agent, you know. Perfect. He's always looking out for me. He's a good dude. He's crazy fuck, but awesome person. How'd you link up with him and get on Skate Metal in the first place? I was in Charleston, and somebody like Justin Brock and my homie Ryan Flynn, who's a photographer, were at like a video premiere with him. They're like, "You gotta hook my friend up." Just some drunk talk shit, you know. And then he called me. He was like, "Dude, I heard you need boards or something." I was like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be down for some boards, yeah. It's like, all right, cool, I'll talk to you soon, and then just, like, hung up. So thanks. It's fucking Justin Brock and Ryan Flynn just talking his ear off drunk at a premiere. Wow. Shout out to them. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so give us a Staba story for the ages, man, or just something crazy you've heard him say to someone. Oh, my God. Keep. I'll try to think of, it like, a PG one. PG? No, nah, we rated R over here, man. <laughs> Uh, dude, one time, I, this just pops into my head. We were at, of all people, Corey Duffel's house. Because uh, they're both Walnut Creek, you know? Brad grew up in Walnut Creek. Uh, but we were over there, like, using his hot tub, drinking beers. And he's like, yo, the Osiris team's coming over. And we're like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> they show up. Brad's got a few in him. He doesn't even need to have a few in him to act like this, but... Uh, <laughs> James Brockman walks in. He's like, who the fuck are you, James Brockman or something? <laughs> and I like, I couldn't look. I was just like, holy shit, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I couldn't even like look at the dude. Wow. I was just like, oh, I was just so, fu- I was like, wow, no shame. <laughs> you got to hang out. You got to fucking have this dude on the show. Yeah, for real. I'm a, well, I was told to delete his number after talking to him. So <laughs> I, I don't really want to bother him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's down, dude. <laughs> He's definitely down. <laughs> what did uh, James Brockman say when he got called out? Nothing, dude. He just kind of looked at him and was just like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just turned around and went in the house. So what's riding for skate metal like? Uh, laid back over there at the skate metal camp? Oh, dude, it's super mellow. I'm team manager these days, so fuck. I'll kick people off <laughs> if I want. 
<laughs> who's high on no, your dude, list, man? Who's who's getting the warnings these days? Nobody. These dudes know what the fuck they're doing. They're not idiots. Yeah, nobody. Just nobody's pissed me off. Well, we have an agreement, me and Brad. Like, if you put the dude on, you have to kick him off. Kind uh, of thing. So, I've only put on Jake Anderson. Is my pick. He's safe. <laughs> He's good for now. Yeah. <laughs> he starts. He lives in Hollywood now. He might start fucking up. Oh shit! Straight to his head. <laughs> the kid fucking rips. So we hear you also have some creative involvement with the brand. What's that like? It's awesome. Me and Brad, I mean, we text all day, almost every day. I probably text him more than my wife. Uh, we always just send each other stupid shit, those dumb ideas. And the best part is, is that it'll probably end up on a board or a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just stupid shit. It's, it's awesome, dude. A lot of times, me and my homie would be like, yeah, I feel like shit, dude. I'm the tin man. I need to oil up, like talking about a beer. So we made a board that was a fucking tin man drinking drinking beer just shit like that you know like just stupid shit i just love that our stupid ideas end up on boards that's dope that's dope if someone put a gun to your head right now and you had to kick someone off who would it be jake <laughs> that's the only one he can kick off oh true easy yeah, yeah yeah if you had to kick off one of brad's riders who would it be oh shit dude um let me see tom k oh <laughs> no hesitation tom, man i like it sorry tom you're off dude <laughs> i thought you were gonna say you guys got like some euro riders and shit now someone's super far away who might not hear it fucking adrian would come kick my ass yeah del campo <laughs> stays man uh, yeah LA. he stays he's fucking amazing you guys kicked it with him before uh yeah a little bit last summer in montreal he goes to the dime glory we yeah, saw him yeah, out there. Dude, yeah he's a good dude I really like him a lot. Yeah, he'd nolly half cab flip over your head if you disrespected him. Well, nolly half cab flip over your head. <sighs> no problem. His trucks might be tighter than Brad's, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got those train track trucks. <laughs> Straight line. <laughs> Jones, bruv. It's starting to get a little chilly. Starting to be that time to retire the sweats and break out the denim if we're trying to keep skating these main streets. You diggy? And what better brand than Brixton? And Brixton's denim, a new collection featuring their first time tested pant fits and classic trucker jacket in premium comb denim. A good pair of jeans is an essential in anyone's closet, and Brixton absolutely knocked it out of the park with the Reserve 5 Pocket Pant and the Labor 5 Pocket Pant are two of the best pairs of jeans on the market. If you're a skater out there and you want to turn pro like Xander Mitchell just did, <laughs> you know he did it in his Brixton denim. So quit sleeping and get yourself a pair. Yo, Brixton, can we get a box? We're trying to learn Nolly Trade Back 5-0s over here. Like Zandini, you dig Brixton Union all day. Go get yourself some at Brixton.com and finer retailers worldwide. Beer number two. <laughs> Have you ever time traveled with uh, Staba? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> can you can you tell us what the hell that is? Time travel is. I'm not sure if you qualifies it as drinking a lot of gin or just being super hammered because gin is dangerous when you just drink it with soda water you know it, they sneak up on you but uh we were in copenhagen for two weeks i fucking remember 20 minutes of it probably <laughs> <laughs> i think we time traveled the whole time damn dude. okay i see what you mean by time traveling just when you're like yeah blackout kind you're of. just you're just kind of just hammered yeah yeah he didn't even skate the contest at all, and then they put him in the finals just because. But he was in bed until, fuck, probably like 8 p.m. or something. And then they were like, hey, if Brad doesn't show, like, you're in, dude. We'll put you in for him. And I was like, yeah, pretty sure he won't show, but yeah, just let me know. <laughs> I ended up skating in the finals without skating any of the fucking contest. Wow. Very ner nerve-wracking. The Copenhagen Pro Contest or whatever? Copenhagen Pro, uh, I think it was two years ago. Sick. Did you win or was it a fucking nightmare? <laughs> I think everybody just wins if you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
kind of like dime it seems like you, if you made it you won so we had austin on a couple seasons ago or was it last, last season? season maybe last season yeah we tried to hit him up for a little bit of info on you he doesn't have any and all he could come up with is one question man oh shit he just wants to know whose penis you've seen more stabas or your own uh probably brad's i don't really look at mine you know <laughs> <laughs> not really looking down there that often i've definitely seen his balls more than my own that's for sure. That's fucked, B. Isn't that it? Is that what goes down when you're time traveling? Dude, yeah, you never know. You don't know until the next day when you're scrolling through the fucking photo roll. <laughs> <laughs> First time I met Brad, I saw his balls. That's, let's just put it that way. Good indication of what's to come. Yeah. Somebody, I can't remember who was there that knew him well, was like, oh, that means he likes you, dude. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I hope you guys don't put young ams on because that might get a little weird with the law. Nope. Yeah, we can't be running that, dude. <laughs> 21 plus. You got to be old enough to drink at least. Shit. What about fucking Trevor Colden? <sighs> yeah, he's MIA as far as I know right now. Pretty sure he's off the team. We don't know, really. He doesn't talk to us. So. Is that breaking news right there? No, I don't think. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I guess I'm just kick him off through the internet if he's not off. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Yeah, fuck. Tell us about the time you did shrooms for five days straight on a trip through Portland. Oh, yeah. We were calling it the natural concept trip. (laughs) (laughs) We got a first day of the trip, got a fat sack of mushrooms from some, like Josh Matthews homie or something. And uh, yeah, we were just eating little pieces of it the whole time. The the whole time. We went, the one night we went to Silas's park, you know, that new one, he just like had the little contest thing. The Grotto, like the Grotto 2 or something. It's his new park. Is it the indoor? Yeah, yeah. It's like their little spot that him and like Joey Pepper and a bunch of dudes built. But uh, we went there one night and they have like a list on the wall of tricks. And we were all frying on mushrooms. And we're like, dude, we got to get on the fucking list. And then we, I think we got like four or five tricks, something that night. (laughs) What is it like? No, they have like weird shit on the wall that they want to see people do, you know? Like. Like, one is back nose blunt across their China Bank thing that goes over a manual pad, which is still on the list. But, yeah, just shit like that. We went there frying. And then every day after, it was just like, fuck, I'll eat a little piece before the sesh or whatever. (laughs) 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 This dude, uh, Matt Gottwig, we were in his hometown of Olympia, Washington, and he grinded this rail that he's been looking at since he was 13, just fucked straight fried on mushrooms. Wow. It was fucking huge and sketchy as fuck. We weren't going, like, full throttle, just, like, a little piece, nibble here and there, you know, enough to be able to skate and enjoy yourself, you know. I recommend it, though. It's fun as fuck. Microdose and go skate. Skate a mini (laughs) ramp. It is preferable. Fuck. (laughs) What did you cross off the list? Let me think. Grind up the hubba was one, and Jake did that, Anderson. He did it backside first, and they were like, nah, it's frontside, and then he did it first try frontside. Uh, I think what was mine? Oh, it was like you had to ollie up onto a manual pad, and then ollie into the china bank was on there, and then something else. I don't know. We hit a few of them somehow that night. Oh, fakey flip into the china. Me and Godwig got that one. Damn. We were just getting wrecked. Like we we're just for skating the skate park. The next day we were all fucking wrecked, like from eating so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> just sore as fuck. The beers are always flowing over here. We, we're not running out of steam whistles that's for sure sick sponsor dude and then like people are sponsored by weed now too what the fuck yeah that one's from weed maps or whatever yeah marius rides for them they Damn. give him weed and pay him and then they go to fucking hawaii and shit what it's the amazing. F- holy shit <laughs> no wonder they give him Wex money trying to get on there dude he needs to get on he's desperately trying to get on there who is it that he's harassing <laughs> who's running it he's thirsty dude he's trying too hard <laughs> Uh, He's definitely pushing the envelope. Braden, maybe? Oh, the team is fucking, like, Marius, Jaws, fucking Boo Johnson. Yeah, Braden. This is a fucking hairball team. It's so random. Who's in charge of that? I think uh, this dude Blair that works at Transworld. I think he hooked Marius up with that. Not positive, though. No idea. I'm trying to get on. (laughs) Subtle. (laughs) Send my tape. What up? Shout out. That's actually a savage sponsor. I don't smoke weed, but I can only imagine if I did. You'd be down for I, it either way. I'd be way. trying to get on there big time. It's crazy because, like, those dudes pretty much spend their money on weed 
so they're giving them we plus money so they're just saving money now nothing to spend their money on <laughs> yeah nothing just fucking beer <laughs> can you tell us about zeke oh my god oh that's just a fucking a friend from atlanta that likes to f- get hammered <laughs> he likes to travel time he's traveled time plenty of times there was like a contest for p-stone mm. like not not too long ago at the spot in oakland and he was fucking turbo hammered just covered in beer and dirt and shit and like he fell off like an eight foot tranny to like his head skipped his head off the ground like the dude is just filthy as fuck complete complete wreck and then uh next day i hit him up I'm like yo what's up trying to skate or whatever he's like yeah met this chick's house i was like are you fucking kidding me you pulled a chick completely <laughs> so soaked in like fucking dirt and like just wow. every everything ever like so like probably smelled like a straight asshole but yeah he went he pulled a chick that night he's a sweet talker i'll give him that <laughs> jeez off the eight foot deck to sounds like a legend <laughs> he fucking fell and hit his head so hard yeah in the mi- oh dude i love the dude though it's just a little crazy that's fucked <laughs> so tell us about the night you pushed over the rip and dip ice sculpture <laughs> and uh the events that led up to the incident my fucking viral video yeah that was everywhere yeah it's crazy and now everyone hates uh, rip and dip because of that i think uh they already hated it before that <laughs> no it, it, this is how i got there was super random john motto was in town with a bunch of arizona dudes i hadn't seen him in a minute and i was like yo let's go to this bar by my house i wasn't thinking about that it was saturday so it was a nightmare to get a beer it was like club style you know mm-hmm. there's so shit ton of people and he was like dude i got a switch it my friends at this party we could go there i was like sure whatever dude he's like it's a rip and dip party i was like what the fuck your friend is it i mean if anybody else asked me to go that i'd be like nah i'm good <laughs> but <laughs> mata wanted to go so i was like all right fuck let's go we get there no beer everybody looks like they're 12 and I just, I'm like standing in the corner with this dude just talking about like how much I want to knock that thing over. It's like, dude, that fuck, fucking ice sculpture, dude. I just want to kick that thing. And he's like, let me know if you do, dude. And I was like, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no beer. There's no beer. So let me see if I get kicked out. And then <laughs> I'm standing there and this dude, luckily somebody was filming because the dude that I was talking to was like, oh, let me get ready. And I was like, nah, fuck it. And just did it. But uh, I knocked it over. It was like record skip. Everybody looked at me, but nothing happened. And I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here. I guess, oh. I, can't even, <laughs> I guess I can't even get kicked out. But it was like, it was just a shitty party, dude. No beer. I mean, they ran out, but I was just like, this sucks. Ribbon dip sucks. Just a bunch of like little girls there. I was just like, not my kind of spot. Yeah, Mata wanted to go, so I went. And that's how we got that. And then Rizzo recreated it like a month or so later with his homie at some other rip and dip party you guys what? see that no they did the same thing yeah they knocked it over at another party <laughs> damn so hopefully hopefully we can keep that going just if they keep making those ice sculptures so you get any backlash from that man i think everybody in the skate community saw that clip no not at all i didn't get any backlash gain some I followers i even got i don't think so but i <laughs> got ripping the dude that runs its phone number that night because after i eventually got some beers and got a little saucy but uh i sent it to him in a text and he just sent like a, a laughing emoji that was it i was like yeah. oh, whatever. played it off yeah i was just like whatever no i got more nobody hated on it everybody was hyped everyone loved it, it. <laughs> especially all the florida dudes that live in la like they fucking hate that guy damn man I'm, I don't know if you guys know any stories about him. I don't really want to get into that. That's not my deal. Heard rumors. Exactly. I've, I just heard the dude sucks. Their clothing sucks, so. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Alright, so you just cracked a fresh steam whistle, and I think yep. it's perfect timing for this question. We're going to list off some skaters' names, and you just tell us the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that name, alright? Oh, do you guys do that regularly? <laughs> no, just when we deem it necessary. <laughs> ah, 
shit. First one, it's uh, a guy we texted about a little bit, Richie Jackson. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) That's what comes to mind. Good fucking Lord. Not a fan? Yeah, not a fan at all, honestly. You guys know. You've seen it. But uh, (laughs) just the fucking mustache and the sliding and throwing your board in the air and just, dude, it's circus shit. I'm not feeling the creativity, huh? That's what we'll call it, creativity. Oh, yeah, we could call it that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, dude, like, that trick where he slappies and goes down the spiral mm-hmm. is straight up that game Mousetrap when you were a little kid, you know? <laughs> I made a little edit of that, too. It's on my, somewhere on my Instagram. I posted it, too. I was like, dude, all I can think of is Mousetrap when I see this. I put this song over it and everything. <laughs> all right, <laughs> next up, Pat Sinner, Pascal. I don't really know much about that dude other than he, he, people say he looks like me, which is kind of brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got fucking bit thick eyebrows. I get it. I don't see it, though. The kid fucking rips. I'll say that. He is sick. He never even got hooked up or anything for some reason. Is it because he's insane? or Never met the dude. He fucking rips, though. Next up, a classic, Nigel Houston. I don't know. I, I'm not feeling the skirt and the tights new, like that he's rocking lately. Kids are a bit odd. But he's undeniably fucking insane. Super good. Yeah. I'm feeling his like raver style actually. You know what? Run it. Just keep partying. Whatever the fuck he's doing, keep it up. Jeremy Rogers. He recently yelled out the window skater die at us at a spot, which is really sick. <sighs> and sick. he was like sitting shotgun in like some model looking chick's car. Oh yeah, dude! I was tripping on the other day. Like he wants to fight Nigel, he's gonna get fucking wrecked. Yeah, there's a little beef going on, some club beef. Yeah, that's funny as hell. He doesn't have any money to be in the club, right? <laughs> Next up, classic Wecking Ball. I don't know. He's cool. I like him. Skateboarding needs guys like that. Yeah, they do need it. It's it's funny as hell. People get so offended, and it's great. Keep them coming. I told him one time. I texted when I was in New York. I was like. Where you at, dude? I want to fight. But he lived like he lived like two hours away. I'm trying to holler at him. I'm going to New Jersey in a couple weeks. See if he'll link up. You will. <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm, I'm, I'm backing him, dude. This shit is funny. Last but not least, Steve Barra. That dude's always been cool to me. I don't really know. I mean, people fucking hate on the dude heavily, right? Yeah, why do you think he gets such a bad rep? I don't know. Maybe the part where all the spots were fake or... I thought that was cool. It's sick, right? Set design. <laughs> Killed it. It was. It took me, because I worked at a skate shop, it took me working at the skate shop to realize, I was like, whoa, wait, those are not real. <laughs> but the dude's always been rad to me whenever I see him. He's fucking cool. He rips. Hey, you guys had a little back-to-back first try Friday. That's tr- we did. true bond yeah. right there. That was actually third try. The truth. It's fi- obviously, it's obviously fake. Your front side flip? Mine was... F- no, I did it every try. Three in a row. Oh, his was third try. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Damn. Exposed. Poor Steve, man. He was on somebody else's board, which was kind of sick, actually. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Damn, that's sick. You saw that video? That How old is that shit? Uh, it's old as hell. Saw it today. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old barracks, too. Yeah. Old-ass barracks. Yeah, all that said... What's your uh, honest opinion on the current state of skateboarding as a whole these days? I go in waves of like hating it and and loving it, but it's too much. It's so much. I have to like I used to watch everything and now I have to like be super selective. Otherwise I'll just get mad. Mm-hmm. Like dude, the fucking everybody looks like a 90s skater now again or you know? Mm-hmm. That that's kind of brutal. But if you fucking weave through all the bullshit there's still people doing awesome stuff you know it's kind of just oversaturated obviously yeah it's a lot as well as some stuff i'm fe- like some dudes definitely feeling so are like it's just too much i am when there's eight tricks on one flat bar i'm like okay dude fuck <laughs> chill the fuck out definitely agree fucking it's like three people turn pro every week and there's a new yeah like a dude that you've that's n- never had a part yeah or he just like turned am and then all of a sudden it's just like everything's it's crazy everybody's pro now except for me god damn it it's coming man don't worry 
It's coming, dude. Dude, one day. Skate metal. You're the TM. Hook a brother up, man. Fuck. Make it happen, let's man. See the t- let's see that tape. Oh, oh yeah. Send the tape, that's dog. Where the, that's where we run into <laughs> issues. People always want a fucking tape. I ain't got no tape. I just want a board. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck, dude. So a couple days after this episode is going to come out, Wade Desarmo and Ashad Ware are going to be battling for the world championship game escape. What's your take, man? Who do you think's got it? Fuck, that's tough, dude. And uh, Wade's like reigning champ, right? Four years running, man. Three. Three? Four. Three times. Three? Yeah, only three then because the shot's coming in hot. Oh, he's coming into enemy territory, <laughs> man. That's tough, though. Like, it depends on if, like, a shot. Because Ashad's a maniac. He can't not skate. Like, if he, he probably would already have skated four hours before he gets there or something. If he's tired. I don't, dude, that's super hard. I'm going to go with fucking Wade. Sorry, Shoddy. Yeah. Damn. Diz. Yeah. You got some supporters, <laughs> man. I'm back. We got to yeah. bring the ruckus, though. The home crowd's got to do it for Wade, man. I'm going to be oh, in Ashad's I mean, yeah, yeah. front row. Home court is definitely a big advantage. It's big, and Wade ain't even dropping his board before the game is. He's staying fresh. Really? He's, he's staying fresh. Oh, My plan of I attack is to try and get a shot wasted the night before. <laughs> do whatever I yeah. can do. Send shots to his table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever I got to do, get him Dude. hung over his fuck, and then scream in his ear during the whole well, game. We've seen him throw up on the street course, and he keeps going, man. I don't know. Is Boo's going to do it? You can't phase the dude, really. Yeah. We just got to be loud and brash, man. That's all it is. It's gotta, he's got to have an off day, which is r- really rare. You see that video the other day of him just going fucking ape shit? Oh, he his, was taking shots at Wade. His rebuttal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of basic, yeah. man. I know. He didn't do too... He just... All that shit was probably first try, you know? Weak sauce, yo. We ain't scared, yo. That's all I got to say. Some flat ground tricks? Come on. Wade's got some insane fucking flat ground maneuvers. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Wade on this. I love it, man. Hell yeah. That, that game might get <laughs> funky, man. If they're both having an on day, it could go on forever. It could take a while. Might take a few hours. So what's next for Dan Plunkett, yo? I uh, got this trip in a week. I'm, I'm doing... Uh, New Jersey down to Atlanta, spread out between 19 days. And then I come home for a little over a month and then do another one. So we're doing East Coast and then West Coast. I've been trying to work on this part with those those Jankum dudes, mm-hmm. but uh, I went on one trip. We filmed a couple clips and shit, and uh, we just fucking schedule shit has been off. And then we're doing a little huff another huff thing you know that one just came out not too long ago trying to do another one of those just fucking skating now that i can skate again yeah feels great yo 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 you already know what time it is it's rapid fire with the ghost and this week we brought to you by latchkey skateboards harder wood than your girls ever seen you dig support your local toronto doing big things yo latchkey skateboards all day every day get yourself some at finer skate shops across our fine country bless up yo dan let's get this rapid fire popping b all right yo it's time for that rapid fire cuz you got your fucking guns ready yeah this is my favorite part of the show it's everyone's yes favorite skater now probably don vonderlinden favorite video i have a few i'll just say welcome to hell and anything that rick howard was in favorite video part i'm gonna say rick howard in questionable which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate my biggest influences were like reynolds and in costume shit when i was a kid but i don't skate anything like them (laughs) most talented skateboarder on planet earth grant taylor favorite trick frontside flip hardest trick for you Switch front heel. Can do it, but it's fucking just disgusting looking. <laughs> <laughs> Most illegal trick. I don't know, Richie Jackson like sliding on a sign or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Milk crate? <laughs> yeah, the, dude, just all that stuff. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Oh, I had a blunt slide in Montreal that I was really hyped on. You know that hubba oh, by the big up? Oh, shit. In the, yeah, in that Huff trip tour, that was fucked up. Yeah, that's probably my favorite because it was the it the was like, Aiden no slid the huge the enormous one. Yeah, holy fuck, that's my favorite. 
Jesus. It was like at the end of a 27-day huff trip. That was the last day. Wow. That's insane, man. And the night before, we were at karaoke, like, hammered. I was like, I'll try it, dude. Uh, talking, <laughs> like, talking all this shit, and then we got there, and I was like, fuck. This is big. <laughs> yeah, that thing but is it, high, steep, long. It's like, all it's of it, just man. fucked. <laughs> yeah, what, what's his name? Fucking Kickflip 50 did, which is insane. Yeah, that's fucked, too, but... Who did that? I don't remember. The Dark Star guy, uh, Adam Diet. Oh yeah, fuck. I'd rather try kick fifty than blunt slide. I have yeah. a bad back blunt, so that's just like insane to me. I'm glad it worked out because like they were boogering for a minute, and I was like, "Fuck, this is not looking tight." No, uh, you got it nice and, and locked <laughs> in there. Man. That was epic hammer. What's the gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? I was there when this kid switched backside flip Wallenberg. Oh damn! And it was while Forrest Edwards was trying switch flip. Yeah, it, it's a. F- fucked up story like we were just randomly there while Forrest was trying that switch flip and then this kid shows up switch ollies it second try and then just starts trying switch flip with him dude like that's so kooky it it was fucked and then he was all hyped up like trying to get in on the session I was like why don't you just try another trick dude (laughs) so anyway Tony at Thrasher had to be like dude you can't do that like you gotta do something else he whiffed a couple like switch trays so then Forrest does the switch flip the kid sticks switch backside flip runs back up and then just does switch backside flip so fucking good wow just ruined dude's session like so hard (laughs) I haven't heard of that dude since he cooped himself out of the industry before he even (sighs) made a name for himself I'm pretty sure he's in jail now (laughs) oh shit wherever he's from (laughs) (laughs) But that's the fucking gnarliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, what's the best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I don't know. Any mushroom session. <laughs> All those <laughs> tricks, they feel like they're the best. You're the best. But oh. you just don't film it. What's the one trick that got away? There's these wall rides in Atlanta. Like, they go down an eight stair. It's called Bell South, but... Yeah, I know the spot with the rail and everything. Yeah, every, people hit the rail, and then they go down and hit the wall ride. I tried to k- wall ride kickflip it. Damn. Once and then I was like, "Fuck! I can't wait to go back." Blah blah blah. And then I just saw it in the middle of like some edit, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Oh, damn! <laughs> Fucking hell! The kid rips, and I wasn't like bummed, but I was just like, "Fuck!" That was I really wanted to hit that, but whatever. I'll find another one. What's the last new trick you learned? What's up with that slappy front nose shoved to front board? That was fucked. oh, that actually that that was the last trick I learned. <laughs> was yeah, twisted, cool. whatever the hell that was. <laughs> What's your dream job after skating? I don't know. Just work at a fucking hockey rink. Saberland. What? Sick. <laughs> I'd be down too. At the snack bar or something. Sick. <laughs> popcorn. Get your popcorn. My mom and dad used to work at Saberland, so I used to see all the fucking Sabres and shit when I was a kid. That's so G. Favorite local brand? Dad's. My homie makes t-shirts. Sick. Yeah. Day after day support. Or it could be whatever the fuck. Yeah. Favorite local skater? I'm going to pick a dude in Atlanta. His name's Sam Buxton. Favorite teammate ever? I was teammates with Pulio, and that was insane. Jeez. Worst teammate ever? Jake Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Worst company? Pizza? Oh. Ooh, I like, there's like a couple of dudes on there that I like, but I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. It's kind of like a almost skate metal rip-ish. Not really, but... Brad hates the name, so I'm just going to go with that one. <laughs> Perfect. They came at us for a little, one time, didn't they? I think Chima said pizza as well. Oh, sick. Where's trend? Uh, skateboarding. <laughs> like people, trendy. People like wearing Thrasher shit. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I can't... Dude, I was... Like yesterday, I had a Thrasher shirt on, and I get asked, do you skate? I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to ask. That might be my favorite answer for that one ever it's so true right now it is it's been true for a few years now skateboarding is a trend right now worst style uh Cody McIntyre (laughs) (laughs) no hesitation I had that in the chamber no dude I just don't he skates so cocky dude it's it's (laughs) just like the arm you know the arm thing he does oh dude you got a runner up uh runner up that's just probably Richie (laughs) (laughs) can't catch a break 
I've been talking about being him for Halloween this year. That like, would be sick. Trying that trick he did, you know, where he slid down all the picnic table, like, and then the board went under it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Is like right by my place. I'm trying to remake that. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Uh, you guys already know Richie. <laughs> oh, <poor> guy, man. <laughs> Damn. You ain't he, trying to like you can't. Nobody could go on a session with him. Like, what are you gonna skate no, yeah, with? Yeah, exactly. Right. There's nothing. I mean, probably Cody Mack would suck to skate with too. Matt Miller just <laughs> came at him too because he waxed up a whole mani pad in China. They were trying to skate. Like he waxed the top of it. Oh shit! So he yep, actually not, is not someone you want to fucking bring to your normal spots because he'll fuck them up. Not cool. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up. A nice little interview with Dan. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you guys. I, I'm stoked. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Anytime, yo. Fucking thought you were banned from here, but you're not. So maybe we'll catch you uh, north of the border one of these days. Not actually banned, but yeah, I I didn't realize you guys lived in Toronto. So next time in Buffalo, just try to link or something. Let's do it, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Welcome back to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week we're talking America's brand new Shifter High Reserve, available in black on black. The Shifter High Reserve is one of the cleanest shoes we over here at the Bun have seen in a long, long time. The Shifter High Reserve boot was redesigned and upgraded without losing any of what the original offered. It's a fully skatable boot with a G6 PU midsole for comfort and impact absorption. Head down to your local skate shop and get yours before they all gone. Man, let's get into these emails. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Jonathan Van Hoy. First timer, long time listener, first post office attempt. With that said, I have some questions that might interest you and would love to hear your answers. First, would you rather starting five skaters in their prime to build a company around? Mark Johnson or Mark Appleyard? Holy fuck. I gotta go Apples because he's Canadian. I gotta go Apples because he's the best. The best. And he's kind of like more our generation. Mm hmm. But, fuck but Mark obviously, Johnson, we both love and respect Mark Johnson on the board. Um, so that's two apples. Louis Barletta or Louis Lopez? Louis, Louis Lopez. Louis Lopez all day, man. That dude, so deep potential every year. Uh, David Gonzalez or David Gravette? David. David. The homie. Um, he's a Sodi, actually. Confirmed. Jamie Foy <laughs> or Jamie Tansoni? Uh, Jamie Thomas. Your boy. Yeah. I'm going uh, Tansoni. That's my boy. And uh, <laughs> just Jamie Foy ain't for me, but he's gnarly as fuck. And then last but not least, Ben Ramers or Ben Rayborn? Ben Davis. Oh. All right. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. Fuck, I don't even know. I'd go Rayborn. I'd go Rayborn too, I think. So we have Mark, Louis Lopez, Gonza David Gonzalez, Jamie Tansoni, Jamie Thomas, and Ben Rayborn. Lastly, one epic trick in skate history you wish you could have witnessed firsthand. Maybe Grant's Nolly 180 at Buster Bail. Oh, that would have been that insane. Been uh, or Bastion's kick front board down that. Holy that shit. That would be twisted. Yeah, good call. Or Eric Ellington's Big Spin Carlsbad. <laughs> that would have been fucked. It would have been super fun to be there for the turn up on that one. I'm going to go with... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Mark Appleyard, Nolly Backheel, Makba. Holy shit. It was just so long ago. I feel like he like shut it down for, mm -hmm. for back in those days. And then any Antoine Dixon hammer, I would just love to see his process because it makes it look so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks for the read. Keep killing it and putting the nine club in that two position where it belongs. Also, shout out to Hatch 86 Films. That was a beast email, Jonathan. Respect. Yeah, thanks for the love, B. All right, next up, we got an email from Jason. Subject, a true story. Hey, boys, love the show. I've been sleeping on this email for a while, but better late than never. So I was on my way to visit my family back in Caledon and decided to save the Phelps episode for the drive. I threw my phone on the speaker and placed in the cup holder to get the amphitheater sound popping. 
it was by no means popping. In fact, I had to close the windows to kill any outside noise, thus sweating my ass off for the whole drive. I was enjoying the episode, and as you can tell by now, I was pretty committed to listening to it. There was only one problem. I was five minutes away from arriving, and there was ten minutes left in the ep. I decided to take a detour in order to tack on another five minutes to my drive. I made a left turn onto a beautiful stretch of road along the Caledon countryside, and after about a minute of driving, I noticed some smoke and flashing lights in the distance. I proceeded to drive by, but was forced to turn off early as they had closed off a portion of the road. I got to my dad's house and told him and my brother that I took a scenic route and saw a huge fire. My brother said, yeah, I was by there earlier. A barn was on fire. I whispered to myself, God damn, that episode was a literal barn burner. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, real shit. That was a barn burner to interview Jake Phelps, man. It's a hell of a story, dog. That was a barn burner of an email, Jason. Thanks for the love. And, uh... That was very well written, man. Are you in university or something? Respect. He must be, man. Sometimes we got to deal with some serious emails here. But that one, that was perfect. on point, my guy. Wade uh, D would be impressed with that grammar. <laughs> Yo, that fucking, that brings me back, man. Phelps, <laughs> we got to get him on for round two. We, we miss you, Phelps. Phelpers. I mean, I mean Jake. SF, baby. <laughs> we coming. Hey, thanks, Jason. All right, next up, we got an email from Mitchell Chernoff. Spanner Bob, what's up, peasants? Excuse me? Long-time listener, big-time hater. <laughs> Here's the deal. East versus West, T versus V. Spencer Hamilton versus Bobby DeKaiser. Who's better? Shout-out to the Indiana Pacers. Shout-out Stu K. Shout-out Bob's Tapes. You dig? It's Bob Tapes, but yeah, yeah. Shouts out. We dig. Yeah, why are they trying to make us pick between two homies, dog? It's disrespect. And who the fuck you calling a peasant, Mitchell? Son of a bitch. Big time hater, he's saying, eh? Hey, man, that one, they're both some of the best at what they choose to skate and the way they skate. Spence is jumping down everything in sight. Bobby's fucking flipping in and out, popping over, doing whatever the hell he wants, realistically. That's just a personal preference one, man. There's no saying who's better because... We know skating's fucking subjective, and uh, but yo, if push comes to shove, yo yo yo, I'm going with my main man Spence. Yeah, and I'm going with Bobby. Just kidding, I'm yeah. going with Bobby. How and I'm that? going with Spence, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we got an email from Conrad. Yo, what up, boys? Huge fan of the pod. I'm a longtime listener, but this is my first time emailing in. So we all know the ghost is a legend and a pioneer whoa, whoa, of this. Pause. We all know I'm a... Yo, what's... Yo, Conrad, B. spelt it wrong, so it might not be legend. Might have to send you a box, yo. A legend and a pioneer of the Switch trade gang. What I want to hear is, what's D. Jones' favorite flat ground trick? Thanks, boys. The subject says signature flat ground trick. I don't know, man. What do you think it is? Your signature flat ground trick is either dolly flip or switch flip. (laughs) Or back big. I don't know. you. Yeah, true one. I'd go with nollie flip. Yeah, probably nollie flip. But switch flips too. Yeah, but nollie flip. Yeah, same shit. It really just is the same trick. Thanks for the email, G. Thanks for thanks for looking out for me, but you didn't have to pump the ghost tires on the way, dog. Oh, appreciate it, brother. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Patrick Highland. What's up, guys? Pat here from Western Australia. Big fan. I listen to the podcast every week. As you should, my G. Beast. I just wanted to say you guys kill it. Without a doubt, the best podcast in the game. I was wondering who you think out of the Bunt crew would have would have a chance of beating Wade D in a game of skate if it ever came about. I got my money on the ghost. Also, shout outs to the homie Jay Mould. He's listening every week too. Much love. Yo, you ever beat him? Of course, dog. Wade, you listening? Remember when I beat you back in the Dizzy when you came here? Wade used to come here and pile out for like entire winters at a time. Sleep in basements. Before he got on his workout tip, you know what I'm saying? Fucking reviving the second chapter of his career, Mr. Primitive Diz and all that. Holy shit. But there was a time when he was vulnerable, man, and I clapped his ass. (laughs) I got him one time. I saw him setting up a new board and he had new shoes and I knew it was my only chance, (laughs) Doc. 
so I took it to him. Ain't no kickflips and fakie flips in this one, man. I was straight to business. But on a good day, I mean, Morgan Smith's part of the bunt gang, dog. We got someone who could go toe-to-toe with Primitive Diz any day, any time. Oh, he'll take out Diz in his sleep. Bitch, I'm in these streets. Smith is ready. But, but that wasn't the, the person at, at hand, man. Diz, we ain't scared of you at the bunt. You know what I'm saying? We'll take you out any day. And why don't you get some fucking in the streets for the people, man? For fuck's sakes. And finally, last up, we got an email from Adam. Yo, I don't even know if this is the right address, but whatever. I'm a new listener, kind of. <laughs> Shit gets me through work mad quick, B. I'm a skater from the northern part of the globe as well, and winters suck. But this last winter, I did do some snow skating. Do you guys fuck with it at the at the Bunt Studio E? Peace out, Adam, the first human. Holy fuck. Adam, you up to something, man, but nah, I ain't really fucking with no snow skating. Yeah, uh... I think me and Phil tried back in the day, like the first year we started skating, but quickly realized it was uh, whack as fuck. Dog, you should use this next long winter coming up to work on your grammar, bro. <laughs> that was a hard email to read. Yeah, take notes from Jason, man. Beautiful storytelling. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office. Only a couple episodes left for season seven. Get them emails into the bunt live at gmail.com. Don't forget to pump the ghost tires when you do it, man. It's a legend and a pioneer in the Switch trade game right here. Ask him anything. Real shit. And yo, Theo Banks, man. Fucking medics didn't save your ass was good, man. (laughs) Uh, Prayers up for Theo Banks. Y'all know what it is. Only one segment left. The Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Over here at the Bunt, we celebrate securing bags. And there was one secured this week. A fan favorite of ours. David Johnson secured himself a mini bag. <laughs> 30 million guaranteed. I think it's 39 if all goes well with incentives. Up to, up to 45. Oh, not bad. Up to 45 for three years. But the man also secured himself a mini stat line on Sunday. Not <laughs> the first round pick we thought we had, but what do you make of it, man? Hey, man. Fucking, that's just one week. He did get a TD. Hopefully, he steps his game up. I'm a big fan. And I guess congrats on the bag. Yeah, shouts out to Arizona. They uh, got themselves a hell of a deal signing David Johnson for three years, but... They got a lot more work to do. That team's got a lot of holes. I just think that the sooner they get Sam Bradford out from behind center, the better, man. Man, they fucking... I was shocked that they got manhandled by Washington, Washington. and Alex Smith. Do not underestimate Alex Smith. He runs the game, man. Did you say do not or donut? One or the other. Either works. <laughs> do not. <laughs> do not underestimate Alex Smith. The game manager perfect for the nfl speaking of quarterbacks aaron Rodgers scared the shit out of everyone in the world when he went down left the game on a cart i was freaking out at home you know i got him in one of my leagues but then he comes back and did only things that aaron Rodgers can do man fucking madness i think we all had a panic attack anyone who has aaron Rodgers or one of his receivers mini i got Devonte adams you got a raj in your other league Fucking Simon Disher. Life flashed before our eyes, man. Oh, man. Fuck. I was, like, so bummed for, like, half an hour there, however long it was. But uh, the bad man's back, yo. So hyped to fucking watch Green Bay make the playoffs this year and just have the NFL back the way it should be. 75 yards to Randall Cobb. Are you fucking kidding me, man? On everyone's waiver wire. Dude, what a way to end the first Sunday of football. Nothing but dramatics. Also, man, you can't discount what Khalil Mack did in the first half of the game. The guy missed all of preseason, so obviously his uh, conditioning is not up to what it could be, and in the second half it showed. But I think the Bears are quietly going to have themselves a pretty good season. I agree. And did you see what John Gruden said today? Like, he's been catching so much flack for trading him. And then today he came out and was like, well, he didn't want to be here. That's what everyone's missing. Just trying to get some of the heat off his back. This man's a clown, yo. Yo, we're going to see what we going to see why he didn't want to be there on Monday Night Football when they go up against the big bad Rams, dog. We're going to see. Your defense could really use a man like Khalil Mack. Stephen A. Smith had a great point. 
to just make him look bad. He's like, this man secures himself a hundred million, yeah, and can't pay the best, arguably the best player on his team. What no, he does, I, I don't see what the, where the argument is. Who's better than him, Derek Carr? Who do you think? No, I think I think he's the best. It's just yeah. some people, you know, they quarterback. Yeah, blah blah blah. But yeah, fucking secures himself a hundred mil and then can't cough it up for his actual player. That's twisted. Use some of that hundred mil. Get yourself a fucking haircut, bro. <laughs> you're gonna need it, man, because you're gonna be you're gonna be on the podium a lot talking about why he didn't sign Khalil Mack. Man, another team that has some question marks going in. They let go of their game manager and Alex Smith, but Patrick Mahomes came out slinging. And when you got a guy like the Cheetah Tyreek Hill to throw the ball to, they are up to something in Kansas City. Bro, I don't have any of their big three. Well, now it's a big four with Mahomes on my fantasy team this year. But my love for Kansas City remains strong. I'm so excited to watch that team all year. Me and you love Tyreek. We've had him in oh his, his first two years in the NFL. And now it looks like he's finally got the quarterback he's been waiting for. Not that pussy Alex Smith. Cannot wait to see what they get up to. No fucking upsets in the first round. Getting beat by the fucking Titans this year. No, nah, not when you need when you need points. You got the guy now. Travis Kelsey, one catch, six yards. Like they didn't need you this time, man. Yeah, it's a buy low opportunity, man. See if uh, the Travis Kelsey owner is shook. Send a little trade offer. You dig? Because yeah. he's fucking elite, and we know he's the number two tight end in the league. It all comes back to fantasy, doesn't it? And you know where we're headed next. The Browns and the Steelers in a grudge match came down to a tie. I wish that the Browns could have pulled it off. But man, James Conner, the first half made you kind of feel like you didn't need Lev Bell. But in the second half, the truth came out. And the Steelers really do need the third part of the three bad Bs, man. Reggie, Bell, come back, man. I need you, dog. But <laughs> luckily, I got James Conner. And what do you have? Like over 100 yards and two well, touchdowns. I'm saying, man. So. Yeah, 15. He had like 16 carries, did most of the damage in the first half. In the second half, he averaged, I think it was like 1.6 yards per carry. So he slowed down significantly in a game that was dominated by the run because of the bad weather. Bro, that was a fucking wild game. I've never seen anything like it. Big Ben was throwing up any old trash and picked off left, right, and center. It reminded me of that Jacksonville game last year. He doesn't know what he's doing half the time. Dog, just throw it deep to Juju and Antonio. You can, you ain't good with the short uh, dip and dive or dunk and dive, whatever you want to call it, man. You got to air it out or you need to go over to Lev Bell's house and plead with him to come back, man. They need a Patrick Mahomes, man. To take over next year because I think Big Ben's done after this one. But do you see him when he moves out of the pocket and he gets running? That is not a professional athlete. Dog. Hank Hill, baby. Think talk, <laughs> talking about professional athletes, Tom Brady. Sometimes, you know, the Patriots get off to slow starts. They got their ass whooped by the Kansas City Chiefs. But this year, it's a different story, man. The Deshaun Watson hype train came to a halt and Tom Brady was out there doing his thing just like I knew he would. Real talk, but it was good to see Deshaun make it pop in garbage time. Taking Fucking. hits, getting up. It was, man. Yeah, I, I was kind of bummed, or, or not bummed, but I uh, felt a little let down. I was so excited to watch Deshaun's first game back. And uh, he, he, he flashed in the second half in the fourth quarter. He's going to have a big year. And obviously the Patriots are going to do what they do. Yeah, he needs to. Uh, I mean, the Patriots just had a perfect game plan. He shut down D-Hop. Will Fuller's out of the game. Where do you go, man? You got Lamar Miller, and that's about it. Bro, that was the one thing. You got D-Hop on your team. We're facing each other. And I was kind of not too scared of him because the Patriots always take away game plan, what man. you want to do. Yeah. Your number one option, which they did. Double coverage all game. <laughs> couple scary ones that he almost caught but i survived the d hop attack luckily for me there's 31 other bonehead teams in the league that d hop's gonna do damage on <laughs> last but not least there's a big game one i was looking extremely forward to watching the giants and the jaguars obj's back saquon's in his first game jalen ramsey's been talking shit to basically everyone under the sun saying he could make the nhl in six months <laughs> you out your mind for that one but Saquon hit us with that signature 68-yard TD. Calias Campbell went on record to say after the game he went and got his jersey because he thinks he's going to be a Hall of Famer on wax. Is Saquon going to the Hall of Fame after seeing him play one game? 
hey, barring injury, I gotta say, hell yeah. Same, like, man. He looks like Zeke, but quicker, man. It's crazy. And it was good. It was a tough game for him. He's playing one of the best defenses in the league, and he didn't get frustrated. He just kept pounding it and pounding it, and finally he got through. Bro, yeah, he looked. He he was getting like negative yards in the first half, and then he finally started to break loose a little. Got a couple chunks, and then the 68-yard uh, dash. Man, that dude was fast as fuck. I couldn't believe I was looking at a running back sprinting up the sideline. Breaking those arm tackles like nothing, man. Just like he's back at Penn State. That was a hell of a game, but obviously came down to Eli Manning. And uh, you got beat by Blake Bortles, dog. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> hey, Blake Bortles, man. He surprises, man. That one run he had was so jokes. That's how he's running all over fucking the Steelers last year in the playoffs. Um, that might be one of the game. best parts of the NFL when you see the non-mobile quarterbacks get out there and have to run, running for their life to the sideline or pulling one of those dusty old Peyton Manning slides. It's pure comedy. Yeah, my man Kirk almost got his ass dusted uh, trying to fucking slide, but just missed the helmet to helmet. How do you think Kirk looks in the purple and gold? <sighs> he looks great, man. He's like Alex Smith, but a little more ballsy. You know, he's still like kind of a game manager. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? He, f he found my man Diggs. He found my man That Kyle throw Rudolph. was insane. The Diggs TD. Ooh, right, oh. right where it needed to be. That was insane. Perfect toss. I think I think the, the Vikings are... Yo, they might be my Super Bowl fucking... They're that's, getting to the Super Bowl. I yeah, don't know. that's what the Vikings needed, though. They didn't need a gunslinger. They wanted that for when they need to win. But Kirk has to know the position he's in with the defense and the running game he's got. You got to be... You got to manage the game a little bit, you know? You can't put it in your own hands. Like, the team around you can do most of the work. Bruv, I was more impressed with Minnesota's defense than with Kirk's uh, opening game, but that was that was just a good performance all around. A couple three and outs that pissed me off, but you know what I'm saying? Yo, the Minnesota looks, in those uniforms, they look weird playing down in California when it's all nice and sunny. Yeah. They should be up. They yeah. need to be up north in the cold, man. Real shit. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up another episode of The Bunt. Thank you all for listening to me and the ghost talk about football for far too long. You're all very gracious. Yeah, basketball and NHL is coming soon for everyone who's not a football fan. Don't worry, man. <laughs> we got y'all. Peace, y'all.